Hey, what's up, Cosmetic family? Welcome to the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a personal thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We're tackling topics and telling the truth. Hey, I'm Keith Benson. And I'm still Roger Ross. <laughs> Were you supposed to change to somebody else? I, know, I thought about it. But yeah, I, I, I decided against it. <laughs> hey, so today our topic is fired up, can't take no more. Fired up, can't take no more. Fired up, can't take no more. Hey, we're going to talk about protests. Protests. Yeah. Which so. have seemed to be like this re-energized reality in our world, particularly since 2020. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think if you look over the course of history, you can clearly identify where there have been pivotal shifts in our history mm-hmm. where protesting became the thing. Right. And right. then there would there would seem to be maybe these quiet periods where you didn't necessarily hear so many protests. But now, apparently, we're back in the protest phase. Yeah. Stage, yeah. But you know what era, I like about what's perhaps? happening, though, is. The protests per se, yes, there are large groups that are mm-hmm. protesting against different things. Mm-hmm. But I think people are finding their voice within in the midst of all well, of this it. This whole also. idea of protesting, yeah. right? The, the idea. So as but an I, individual, like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm, I want to voice my opinion about different things. But I think that that happens evolutionarily. Is that a word? I'm making it a word. Evolutionarily. As new generations, right, come about, come mm-hmm. about, and they really are looking for ways to either support the status quo or begin to say, "Yeah, I know this is the way things used to be, but this is not really going to work for us." Perhaps that's why we see these ebbs and flows in history of when protests, because that's that. I don't know that generational rite of passage, right? That coming of age right, kind right, of right. thing. Because so when I looked at the definition of it, it said a statement or action expressing disapproval of or objection to something. Now, you know, when you say that, I have my own personal protest. Well, like, I we... protest white shoes after Labor Day. It is my personal disapproval. I, 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 I know that you protest that. But... T- t- why is that law? You know, that's a good question. Okay, nobody answered that. And including me. Because <laughs> I don't know. I just always grew up. I think it had something to do with like coal miners back in the day and it just became a thing. But now that I'm thinking about it, there are so many fashion trends that would warrant you would wear white shoes after Labor Day. So perhaps I'll stop protesting. Okay. But now, I get it. I understand. And that's sometimes what I, you know, <laughs> I protest. Oh, what are you? Oh, good gracious. What are you protesting, Keith? Uh, the fitness center sometimes. Well, I, I've heard you protesting. <laughs> I walked past in while you was in the midst of protesting. We need to have David, your trainer, on here. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. We don't need to go public with Let's that. Let's go, David. After I had somebody to blackmail me the other day about working out. That's right. And what my definition of fitness uh, was. Clearly, it's not the commonly held definition. <laughs> opening, opening my mouth wide. <laughs> Or burrito. <laughs> Who said that? I want to see them. I want to see them with gifts. <laughs> you know, but as we, as we do talk about protests, you know, there's so many different ways that people can, you know, yeah. it can protest. This this whole act of disapproval or objection uh-huh. to something. Uh-huh. Um, you know, most people would think it's not a protest if it's not like thousands of people downtown on the city square. Right. But is that true? Oh, no, I, I, so my protest, 
uh-huh. was so I went to a restaurant huh. uh, after church. Group of us, probably about 15, 20 of us. Uh, mixed company. Yep. And the way that we were uh, treated, mm. it was just clearly hmm. uh, that something was against the group right. of the majority color. And um, and while they they serve the mean yeast roll. <laughs> This is what it comes down to. Yeast hey, that's called it's, it's sacrifice. You get a nice soft you and I, I'm talking about consistently with the soft yeast mm, roll. Mm, mm, you know, the mm, one you just fold your fingers in mm, and you can and it just, leave, they can almost get forensic mm, fingerprints from that. When thing. the butter hits it, it, it just, just melts. And it just glistened yeah. in the But the sacrifice, the protest came about. I said, you know what? Mm-mm. I ain't spending my money. Uh, I, I, I work too hard for my money mm-hmm. to be able to be treated in this type of way. Right. And so uh, I went for about two years and would not would patronize not, that would, restaurant. Would not in spite of their wonderful yeah. yeast and I'm that one that says that there's a stat that says that um, you know one person will tell 26 other people about the yeah. bad experience you're that person uh-huh uh-huh oh 26 times <laughs> time. <laughs> now I will praise you now mm-hmm. I will praise you so it works both ways oh it works okay. both ways for me okay. okay so protests don't necessarily have to be these huge events like everyone can play a part in this in this whole idea of protesting, right? Like this whole idea of my I'm silently, singularly protesting something. And and that could be just as powerful, I would think. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Because you tell you you tell other people at, at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, and you we... never know; it could be like a whole bunch of other people thinking they're doing it by themselves, but it's really a lot of y'all. Right, right, right. But so. it takes that 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 voice for people to speak up for mm-hmm. that power to be able to come through you. So it can go from the singular place, or it can go over to you know a million people march. Yeah, I, you know, I am. Um, so they they did. Uh, I was reading an article in the Atlantic magazine, and they were talking about since twenty twenty where there seems to be this resurgence in the act mm-hmm. of protesting that the data has increased that one in five Americans indicate that they have um, participated in some level of protest in the last two years. That is a lot I can, oh, of people. I, I, I one in that. five. I believe that. Wow. Yeah. That was amazing to me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think the number that. was that high. I, I, I mean, I think, because you see in your big cities, but of course you have lots of people. But even in some of your smaller areas or areas that you don't necessarily associate with protests, you wouldn't think that many people would be using that medium, that mode. Yeah. Well, um, to your point, though, is that protesting is not just, you know, a thousand some people true. in there. It true. is from an individual or a small, a small group. True. Um, and it goes from, you know, the toddler, you know, um, that they may protest. Uh, I eat these string beans. Yeah. I'm going to flip this table. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, that toddler stage one. Oh, Grace, I'm so glad my old. And they toddlers, they know good. They know good. They understand well. But mm-hmm. boy, they pick up them peas mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. start just to throw them. Like, like oh. Just throw my good food across this table. No, oh. no, no. And your old kids, you just think they so cute and precious. You, you, you don't want to be mad before. How many people are like, I don't even like this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like this kid. <laughs> yeah, but you see, uh, you see the protests and also and it's like different public speeches. 
you know, so people going to um, City Hall uh-huh. uh, to be uh-huh. able to talk about something that's going on in the community. Yeah. Uh, you think about uh, students even going to school boards, you know, talking about, you know, different things that may, yeah. you know, be against in uh, in the school. Right. And, I mean, but protesting is, I think sometimes a lot of people see it from this negative place, but it's just this place of do, doing it right. You, I think you can see powerful okay, change. Okay, so what, what's right? What's right? Yeah. How, what is the right way? In your well, opinion, right? Because yeah. I, I, that, that's it, probably right. the that, subjective, right. Right, pretty loaded question. Correct, correct. But the ones that I would think get you the best results, like typically what's, what yeah. is that? This individual question there. So I, when I think about that uh, right off the top, uh, there's some place that people see flipping a table, um, because it's an acceptable way of protest. Like there are definitely be, be, because people because Jesus if you if you read the Bible, Jesus flips some tables, he, right? He did in front, right? Yeah. And you know, there's some say, well, you got to be the humble, meek, and mild, and the the whole really nonviolent, quiet. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know, there seems to be a faction of folks who believe that. Rioting and protesting are synonymous. There's a group out there. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I, I, I share the space of, you know, doing it in the manner of order. Yeah. That it's called for. So if you go on to city council, for an example, mm. understand when you go to city council, what do you have three minutes to speak? Yeah. Like practice your three minutes right. so that you will get clearly your point across and mm-hmm. you're not just rambling when you when you get up there. Mm-hmm. And if you have the opportunity to do that 12 months out of the year until they, you know, listen, yep. then I say sign up 12 months out of the year and be consistent in, right, in doing right, that. Right. Uh, if within your organization you, you know, looking for a point to be across, like put your voice to good use. Yeah. Um, God is giving you that one mouth. Mm. I know you may use yours a bit much. I know you're not looking directly at me when you're saying that. You must be talking about in the general sense, huh? Huh? Because <laughs> I, I, I felt that in my spirit just now. Like, you're talking to me. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I feel like there's this this conundrum, right, of content and context okay. when people are trying to, and people probably have heard me talk about this whole idea of content versus context. Right. But in this particular instance, I think it it really comes down to, do you want people to really pay attention to what it is you're protesting about, or do you just need to get their attention through the protest? And that, in turn may lead some people to believe in whether the nonviolent approach or the almost riotous kind of approach, which one is better suited for that particular situation. I think when you have the major topics that come up, both of those situations come about, right? So, and and because... Which one is right? Which one is wrong? And you think I mean, that both of them exist in the same yeah, protest, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so we got to be able to be able to talk about these things as they come about. Yeah. And um, I, again, for me, it is what's the order which is called for. Yeah. And so that um, that you can get people to hear you. Yeah. That, that's 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 my taking it all. Mm-hmm. Be put your make sure your voice is heard. And I think the way to do that is in order so that no one can come against your order that you're going in, going in yeah. and talking about. It's it's fascinating to me because I've had this conversation because I know people on both sides. I know some people who absolutely espouse 
um, the belief that protest should be in order and it's organized and there is some decorum and because that is the best way to get your, you know, your point across. And that is the way that you would like to be, um, I don't know, people, you want people to kind of interface and interact with you. But I also know people and they make some salient points towards the more aggressive, riotous kind of actions mm-hmm, when you're mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. trying to buck. It's like, I don't want to work inside the system that I'm telling you is broken or I, I've tried that way so many times and you don't hear me. And so now I have to get your attention or um, some people who just really feel so strongly about something right, that they may have intended to, to enter the situation one way and they look up and it is gone way to the other side. Right, right, and just right. the discourse, like what I found is at the core of it all, both sets of people really feel strongly about something. Right, right. But they just can't agree on the best method to make sure that they um, express that disapproval to the extent that it is going to get some things to change. That's when you get the not. But it just creates, uh, it just creates this. Yeah, I mean, so your, your audible voice is one way, but yeah. then also there is writing of letters. Well, some people were like, I don't write no letters. Nobody reads the letters. Well, so, but letter writing. I love good, a good letter writing. Yeah, yeah. A stern statement. I, I'm, yeah, but some people, mm. So, I mean, so if you want to go to the place of uh, writing to an editor, and you know, a uh, popular newspaper in your community. Yeah. Uh, then there's this thing, little thing called social media. Mm, say little. Mm. So, social media is a game changer it when fact. it comes to protests because, from a big company standpoint, you'd be very surprised when you put that at whatever big company, right? Um, that you can get a quick response. Whereas if you're talking in the store or whatever to the manager, you yes. know, they may be so-so about it, but uh, social media, I, you know, I, there's been a couple times I had to express an opinion. You did um, it on social media. Was it under your own name or did you have any? Oh, no, no. I mean, again, because the order that I do things in a okay. very appropriate way okay. that it calls for me to get a quick response. And I was like, oh, oh that's okay. I, I wrote my so, letter. I went through your channels and right. nobody answered so me. So well, here's this consistency now that if I got a problem and it's not resolved. Just go to social media. Yeah. I mean, because I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I want to give you the opportunity before I protest against your company. Uh, And so, therefore, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm cordial about it. So imagine if, because we are in a season where, and rightfully so, so as he should be, you find um, Dr. King's quotes everywhere, right? Right. right. So, right. like, right. Dr. King's season is from, like, January 16th through March the right. 1st, right. Right? right? And so you see his quotes everywhere, and many of the quotes come from the things that he penned, letters from a Birmingham jail, right? Mm. So if you mm. read that those, mm. those things, so many different quotes and so many things and and all of it was you know him pinning his opposition to um the civil rights um civil rights as they existed in a country back then but imagine if we had social media and dr king could tweet some things or he could drop something on instagram or do a tiktok what so he would have been 94 years old imagine if he had an account right now 
He was tweeting right now. <laughs> okay, you just blew my mind right there. Imagine if he was on Facebook right you just, now. You just blew my mind. He was doing. But look a at the po- but, but look at the power that he had of really like human people right. that he was able to bring about to cause a movement through letters of opposition. Mm. That really, mm. that really didn't gain their momentum and get their power to long past this passing. Mm. Like, would that have existed? Because you know, stuff was on, on, on some social media channels. That stuff disappears after twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. is there is there an art in the letter writing? Yeah, there's just uh, art in song. So don't first of all, let's let's set some ground rules because I didn't just Hey, hey, you. hold hold on now. Let me let, let me let me let rules. me hold on now. Because I feel so I hold feel. <laughs> you feel you feel, feel so like you talking about Dr. King. I just wanna bring up, you know, a couple things, oh. you know. So there's a gospel okay. song. Oh, can we just um, say the words? Can we can there's just... a gospel song and uh Reverend uh, Charles Albert Tenley. Oh, he uh he wrote this he wrote this song. Some of y'all may know it out there. Yeah, like the head in go. We shall overcome. I I I apologize. We shall. I tried to warn this off before it started. Um, I knew that this was going day. to happen, and I knew. But that song came synonymous mm. with the Civil Rights Movement. And absolutely, yeah. and I'm so glad that they sung it like better than you did. Come on now. <clears throat> but that was a song that was, uh, was you know, helped lead over 300,000 protesters at the Lincoln Memorial. Okay, so it, it was it originally made for these kinds of convenings and in and, and protests? Like, is that why Mr. Albert T, I mean, Mr. Tinley wrote the song? No, so some say it, the song was sung uh, by tobacco workers striking in Charleston, South Carolina back in 1945. Oh, okay. And somebody else just picked the song back up. And multiple, multiple and times. And bam, it we wow. Shall we heard it the first time. You sang it. We heard it. Here we, okay, we're singing it again. Okay. I don't know what you talk about myself, but several people that have listened to the podcast and heard me sing that like, okay, Keith, I, I heard you. Show me the receipts. I don't believe you know that what? they said that. Well, you all help me for those who are listening. Uh, hit us up on on a, on a, um, on a, hit us up with an email. Go to our, our website, uh, say Dallas backslash Cosmetic, uh, mm. and and let 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 her know that what you think about divorce here. Mm. Cause then we can even talk about old Bob Dylan too now. Okay, you gonna Bob sing that song, song but, too? You know, since, since we, Bob, Bob, used, we Bob, Bob used to call out. Talent, I don't know. <laughs> you know the times they are changing. You know, <laughs> it, but at that what he was talking about calling on all kind of writers and critics, mothers, fathers, senators, congressmen, whoever that like y'all come and like we need to make change. You know, happen. So I love it. That power, power in the so I, I know you. I know you. I know you're a music. Lady. I am definitely a music. Like, like, so there, there is a level of protest in so many genres. Like, mm-hmm, hip-hop is, mm-hmm. is celebrating its 50th year um, this year. But the whole genesis of hip-hop was this whole protest, you know, let's sing about our lived experiences, young people growing up in these urban centers that was experiencing life at its most grittiest forms, and, and they use this art medium to kind of express it. And to this day... Um, hip hop is absolutely a vehicle 
for as much as people don't necessarily want to hear those things or they may have opinions about how something is being said or the language that is being used or even the images that it is projecting, that is a way of people protesting something or shedding light on the things that have been normalized for them in their life. So, yeah, there's whole genres of music that are dedicated to this idea of protest. I mean, they become like anthems, you know, for years and years to come. I think about uh, Billie Holiday being the first uh, black artist to ever release uh, kind of this bold and explicit song about racism. And, and if you, it was controversial. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you guys check out the song, check out the lyrics to uh, Strange Fruit. Mm, mm, mm. It's, it's, a, it's an old one. When I first heard it, I was like, Whoa. It is deep. It is deep. She she deep, definitely deep, got um deep. she got lots of backlash and and lots of um you know when when people would have her come to venues they would mm-hmm. try to tell her and hey, don't sing that song yeah and she was she was pretty that, um protestish because yeah, she would sing it I mean this so song talks about it. you know lynch mobs that yes. killed thousands of black men women and children you yeah. know in the south in uh you know outside of the um, judicial system that's right I mean it's ooh yeah and y'all some of the check, audiences check that, that one she out was singing for yeah you gotta understand, this was 1939 yeah right when she put right. that song out and so that was very controversial particularly when she's she's singing in places where she had to come in back door she couldn't even come in the front door with the patrons or she Mm, couldn't stay mm, in some mm, of the hotels mm, where she was singing and performing these shows and they would explicitly tell her don't sing that song and she would sing it and so you got to understand that not only was she protesting but she was putting herself in mortal danger right right right, so I mean, yeah, you're right. That's that's deep. So everybody has a voice. You got to figure out how to use it. And it's it's, it's a thing. It's a very popular. It, it, there, there are it, definitely it, reasons. Yeah. Why, and it's not um, just your voice, but uh, it's still letter writing. Letter writing still is a yes. is a real thing. Yep. I think especially when you are um, dealing with uh, municipal government or any type of government, th- mm-hmm. putting things in writing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's gonna gonna help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, your the power of social media is gonna help you. And yep. and then and this positivity comes out of protest. Protest is not a not a yeah, bad word. It's not a it's not a bad word. It you know. People think that resistance is always a negative thing, right? You get this, oh, the resistance, the resistance. And and it depends on how you do it and and if there is collateral damage. But the reality is, let's go back to your personal trainer. So David told me this. The reality is, when you want to build muscle, right, Uh you have to increase the resistance. And then after that, your muscle is better. You are better. You are more fit. So resistance and pressure, nine times out of 10, when you're thinking about resistance and pressure, while at the time it's uncomfortable and you don't like it, the end result many times is good, like a diamond. Okay. So if I resist the pressure of going to work out, you saying that I'm going to be like a diamond? There is no pressure to work out. If you resist the pressure to go home and eat some more Oreos and then tell me about the Oreos, knowing I'm going to eat the you know Oreos, what? We gonna, the pressure. We look. We gonna look. Don't resist working look out. Here, look here. Look. <laughs> Before we sign off, y'all, look. I, I must give props to my girl, uh, Lachey. Who? What was you gonna call her? I don't know. Lachey, forgive me, my sister. Her name has been Lachey the entire time you've known. I was the entire life. Her name has been Lachey the entire life. 
Love one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> Shay Leonard. She is straight the Best bomb, y'all. She's our producer. We want to make sure we give a shout out to her yes, every day every when day. we do uh, our recordings here. And thank you for listening to Cosmetics. On this episode called Fired Up, Can't Take No More. Fired Up, Can't Take No More. Subscribe and listen to us weekly. Hey, look, and don't be shy. Give us a five-star review. And as always, be dynamic, be phenomenal, and be cosmetic.